Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Yo, you're checking out Red Pill Tamales. It's 100% listener-funded. We can't be censored thanks to you. If you want to join our Patreon, hit us up. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. Or just search Red Pill Tamales. Right now, I want you to get ready for the Masa Messiah, the Tamale Kingpin. You know where I'm going with this? El Rey del Foreplay. I'm I'm already not comfortable. The Versace Mariachi. All the way from Houston, Texas. Chingo Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Red Pill Tamales. I'm your host, Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. What up, Rob? Hello, everybody. Hey, man, why don't you tell everybody about the candle project y'all have going? Yeah, so uh, my wife and myself uh, basically started a small business with our twins. So as Mighty Soul calls Mickey your bonus baby, these are my bonus babies and been in their life for almost five years uh, since they were two-ish and they'll be seven this year. It's called uh, Twin Candle Co. So if you go to TwinCandleCo.com, we started a candle business over their spring break uh, to teach them about business and money and how to save for things and delayed gratification and what you can do whenever you save your money later rather than getting things now. If they want to do things or get things, what it costs to get them. And as they'll say, so does our cost, does our house cost a million dollars and do we need a million dollars for a house? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm. Break down like, oh, sure, homes could cost a million dollars. But then just give them the, the insights that we've learned as adults, you know, if we can call ourselves that. And yeah. uh, what it takes to just be a, a person in life, you know, working hard for things, saving up for things, investing, all that stuff. So we're going to also use all of summer basically giving them, as we do activities with them, like a fundamental, like, you know, reading and learning. They're already great at all that stuff, but we're going to interject some investing and saving and money and the how power, it works. The power of money. And- all that stuff, man. So yeah, you can buy them online, twincountico.com, and uh, we'll ship them to you. Or if you're in the Houston area, we are in the Painted Tree store that's in Sugarland, Texas. I wish my dad did that with me, man. I, I said the exa- same exact I thing. I wish my dad did any of that with me so uh it sounds like you got a situation of rich dad poor dad going on like you really schooling them uh my 12 year old uh we got her a debit card last year i believe and oh um, yeah that's a great idea too the whole purpose of it was to get her familiar with being responsible and knowing Okay, like la vida cuesta todo la vida cuesta Mm -hmm. like everything costs money you're gonna take care of stuff if it costs you you know if you're like no i I, I paid 40 dollars for that sweatshirt (laughs) yeah let me wash that right um but she done, she done lost her wallet with the debit card in it. And I'm like, look, 
You know, it happens. I do it all the time. Right. But it's a pain in the ass. Now you got to call, uh, you know, or they clone your, your card. Well, yeah, that with the FID chip or whatever. Yeah, they'll go clone your shit at the gas station. And I was like, look, it's just a whole bunch of stuff that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And I want you to learn uh, uh, the lesson. And learn the value of stuff. Absolutely. So episode 47, season numero cuatro. This drops 421, baby. Yeah. Actually, today I, is I 421. Today's 422. <laughs> it drops 423. Okay, never mind. Them notes. I don't even know what day it is, y'all. I don't either. Yeah, I don't even know what day it is. But there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm headed to Corpus Christi, May 20th through the 22nd. And then Ontario, California, July 14th. Oxnard, California, July 15th. Irvine, California, August 11th. Denver, Colorado, August 27th through the 29th, right around my birthday. And then bring it back home, H-Town, September 23rd through the 26th. And then we have Dallas in October, San Antonio in October. But stay tuned, chingobling.com, and uh, get your info, get your tickets. Don't get sold out, por favor, believe it. I've seen a lot of people ask about Denver or Colorado area. Man, we we got a lot of love and support like in albuquerque phoenix northern california chicago the the whole midwest florida uh even a little bit like north carolina michigan shows love um but you know right now it is what it is not everything's open a lot of these comedy clubs ain't open and y'all know how that works y'all it comes back to politics these politicians they want to interpret the science how they want to interpret it right and uh you know some would argue i posted a clip from hotep jesus on the what did he said instagram and he was basically saying, like, to me, it looks like they want to get rid of the middle class. They're not allowing you to go to work. Um, they letting big box stores stay open. And he's like, that's straight out the Marxist playbook. Mm-hmm. He's like, they want a huge slave force, huge labor force of just conformist people that really ain't got, you know, no leverage, no money, no yeah. say, no fight back, no kickback. And th- th- these kids, they already socializing them to where when they grow up. They're going to grow up already, since they were little, complying, you know, just like us. They had us sitting in rows and stuff, but, but now they got them with the masks and, 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 and through the Zoom lens, trying to learn how to read and shit through the fucking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And arguably, if you were another country playing a hundred year chess game against the United States, of course you would attack their youth. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you? Right. If you're trying to be the superpower and you want to take out the baddest bitch and become the baddest bitch and you trying to be the baddest bitch the main economic power then of course you want to destabilize them by getting all their athletes and influencers and their their elite and uh their hollywood actors and their couple politicians and then you control the media shape the narrative now you can do whatever you want and you teaching these little kids you know you're already brainwashing them so you're getting a head start on this war yeah, like this culture war, this mental war. I feel like you've touched on everything that we're going to talk about today in that one, in that little three three minute rant, which is great because it sets up a lot of what we're, we plan on talking about. Um, do you want to start with because when we were here on Monday, yeah, and for Tuesday's episode, the um, the final verdict was going to be read later that afternoon. Oh yes, for the Chauvin mm-hmm. trial. So Word. we had already wrapped up, and it was late in the afternoon when they came out with it. Did you have an initial take on it? Did you watch anybody that you thought made a really interesting point about it? Well. I thought, and know, I'll just say first, I think the jury got it wrong. I agreed with some people that, you know, talked mm-hmm. about how, why maybe there were ways and reasons why it just wasn't a fair trial. And I'll kind of just leave it at that because it's the way I saw it. Well, yeah, so, and, and some people would argue, many people would argue that before this jury even got selected, they already had the chance to watch a whole year 
worth of news mm-hmm. like they had already been primed uh things have been framed a certain way for them um you know maybe uh the you know the the tragic video of of seeing you know what everybody saw it was so viral and everybody knew about it or saw at least stills of it right that right. that ugly image of a dude standing on another dude's neck right so for a year they were getting hit with all this news right so by the time by the time they get selected to be in a jury you know we got to give these people the benefit of the doubt they're probably good americans stuck with a difficult job on a high profile case mm-hmm. a monumental politicized polarizing case where how could you sequester i mean like even if they did sequester the jury how they not gonna hear about the news you know what i'm saying like how do you avoid how a lot of people were feeling so just from the jump how could this man get how could chauvin get a uh, quote-unquote fair trial Mm -hmm. you know because a lot of times a lot of times trials get moved you know what i mean if it's a little bit too publicized in that county if um Arguably, there was a little bit of jury intimidation. That's another unfortunate factor. I mean, even Biden came out. He said, I wouldn't say this if they weren't already sequestered. He's like, they already sequestered them. Uh, he's like, well, in my point of view, it's, it's you know, beyond reasonable doubt. Like, it is clear what... what but the they still ver- had their smartphones, so they weren't fully sequestered. That's what I'm saying. Like, the judge, I mean, I don't know why the judge didn't sequester them anyway, but... They they only sequestered him, Rob. I think already al último, like when it was time to deliberate, um. which only lasted ten hours. But I will say this: I kind of kept up with the trial a little bit. Like I'd hear stuff like, "Man, they're saying that even the carbon monoxide might have helped kill him." Man, because they had him right, right near by the, the tailpipe. tailpipe, and it, and then I heard like, "Man, I heard that one of his arteries, his heart arteries, was like ninety percent blocked, so he had like heart disease and." Uh, really bad blockage to where any little like he was just like had a lot of medical history and obviously anybody that says fuck that that cop's a piece of shit um he acted very negligently he was already cuffed you know i mean the dude ain't kicking no more uh you know so on and so forth was that necessary nine minutes so that's one point of view then you got another point of view that says who would purposely throw their life away risk you know being getting life sentence or whatever by slowly killing someone for nine minutes in front of witnesses while they're filming you like maybe it was a mistake maybe it was negligence like you you can't read someone's mind and say it was first degree you know it was premeditated he knew george and he 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 knew he was going to do that or i guess second degree if i'm not mistaken something like he knew he was doing it, didn't care. And then they got this weird third degree that's like just, I don't know what. But um, speaking of Hotep Jesus, he did, a, he did an interview with a lawyer uh, right when the, when the verdict came out. And they went through in detail. But I'll just say this about the jury. They were presented evidence and facts that I, I didn't pay. I wasn't there. I, went to, I wasn't in the jury. You know what I'm saying? I didn't do a deep dive. I don't know how. I just was telling you. What I heard, which is, you know, man, they said he was on this much fentanyl. They said one of his veins was this much clogged up. Uh, Carbon monoxide might have played a role. Uh, They said he had a little bit of meth in his system. Uh, He had overdosed a couple weeks before. Um, You know, just a lot of stuff. And one thing that 
this case has taught us is that um right when you think you know everything about a case because you saw some shit mm -hmm. you end up learning something else the next week or the next year or the next month it ain't never just so clear cut and dry if you want to join our patreon hit us up patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales or just search red pill tamales